Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet. Lawrence Elder, so easy off of his new EP that will be re- released at Gravity Lounge uh, this Saturday. You're listening to The Sound Choice in Central Virginia, WTJU, Charlottesville. I'm Air Stephen. Uh, congratulations to those who got the tickets. The tickets are gone. We will have three sets of tickets to the Full Moon Ball coming up during the Sarah White and Ted Pitney performance here on Folk and Beyond. It's quite an evening, a really, really big shoe. And coming up at Gravity Lounge, I need a calendar. Where's a calendar? Um, the Saturday before Thanksgiving, I think the date's the 22nd. I'll double-check that date. Uh, forget the date, just remember the Saturday before Thanksgiving, the weekend before Thanksgiving, Southern Culture on the Skids will be in town. From Dirt Track Date, right on the Sound Choice in Central Virginia, WTJU. Fried chicken and gasoline, Southern Culture on the Skids.
Southern Culture on the Skids off of the CD Dirt Track Date. And they will be on the 22nd. That's the 22nd of November, the weekend, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. And the band that's opening for them will play on Folk and Beyond uh, next week. We'll get get to some of that. The Demolition String Band will be opening for Southern Culture. So that's going to be a great evening of music down at the Gravity Lounge. And uh, Peter Rowan's going to be in town on the 20th. That's next Thursday. We're still talking to Peter Rowan's people. He's going to be real busy. He'd like to come in and do a spot, but it just might not work out. He's got to fly all the way from California to Dulles and come from Dulles to here. And it's grueling out there on the road. So uh, my feeling is we're not going to see him but um, on the show, but he's going to be out there with Guy Clark and Jesse Winchester at the Paramount on the 20th. And uh, we'll be right back with Sarah White and Ted Pitney very shortly. The effects may seem slight now, but in a few decades, they could be massive. Heat waves, floods, and food shortages. What can we do? We can join together. Because when many unite as one, we can achieve anything. Together, we're powerful. Find out how we can still reduce greenhouse gas pollution Go to fightglobalwarming.com. Brought to you by Environmental Defense, the Robertson Foundation, and the Ad Council. And WTJU joined them in bringing you this message. In November 2004, Jose was sentenced to eight years for committing a gun crime. His wife and two sons were left alone. Today I want to talk to you about being arrested. My family has suffered immensely. They're the ones that really suffered the most for my decisions that I've made in my life. What would you tell young kids? Just think about your family first. Your family always comes first, and your family is always going to be there for you. When you commit a gun crime, your family serves the sentence with you. Gun crimes hit home. Brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. And WTJU. Ooh. What's that sound? want to stay out all night. Fly Johns and Janes fracture their toupees and pitch a boogie-woogie when Professor Bebop lays down the reach's beats. So hoist your duster and lay those pads on the boards or droop to listen to the beats and bops that cut a brand new one and even for the unbooted cover all spots. 11 p.m. on Fridays, the Professor Bebop on W-T-J-U. music that makes you move, a snap of the finger, a tap of the toes, an emotional uplift that reaps a righteous riff, then join me, David Eisenman, for the show Induced to Judder, two hours of classic and modern jazz and blues, along with dabs of soul, jump, jive, and swing. Be there Thursday evenings, 9 until 11 p.m. for Induced to Judder, musical medicine for the body and soul. Only on 91.1 WTJU Charlottesville, the sound choice in central Virginia. Ain't it punky? The music world locally and now regionally and nationally have taken notice of this new artist that we're having in the studio here today. Next with her is Ted Pitney as they're getting ready for their performance here at WTJU in the live studio on Folk and Beyond. We are going to play the tune that has gotten a lot of notoriety. This particular tune received the 2007 Mountain Stage Best Song at the New Song Contest in 2007. It's also the title track of her most recent EP. We're going to play it for you right now. A very poignant tune called Sweetheart from Sarah White on WTJU, Charlottesville. Sweetheart, if you knew the base at which you fall from grace, 
slow down Sweetheart If you knew the pace At which you fall from grace You come down Sweetheart from Sarah White's most recent release, an EP with five tunes on it, that the title cut in the song that won the 2007 Mountain Stage Awards. Sweetheart, if you knew the pace at which you fall from grace, you'd slow down. They're ready in the other studio. Now that was Sarah White off of her EP, and now we have Sarah White and Ted Pitney live in the WTJU studios.
Sarah White and Ted Pitney live at the WTJU studios. Hey, it's so great to have you in. Thank you. Nice to be here. Got a big gig coming up, the big ball. The full moon ball. The full moon ball, I guess it's called. Right. At right. the ballroom. At, at the, the ballroom. At the mm-hmm. Falls, uh, Fry Springs. Uh, actually, it's not Fry Springs. It's the Fry's Spring vault Ballroom, I believe it is. That's right. And uh, that's kind of a nice venue. And you're playing with uh, Jim Wave is going to be there as well. Jim Wave and the Young Divorcees. And you too, Sarah White and Ted Pitney. Right. And then the last band is? The last band is Justin Jones and the Driving Rain. And they're from the D.C. The D.C. Are you familiar with them? or? No, yeah, absolutely. He does some solo shows as well, but he's got an eight-piece band with a horn section and a, you know, a, a rock band, basically. And uh, Jimmy Stelling from the Hackensaws sits in we've often. Done a, yeah, we've done a bunch of shows with them, trade yeah. shows. Gone up there, played with them a few times. It's been great. They're, Good. They're awesome. For those people coming out and haven't seen them before, they're going to they're gonna be psyched. Yeah, they're going to like it a lot. And that thing starts a little later, what, about 9 or 8, or what time does the it start? The doors open at 8, so the music should start 9-ish. And it can go yeah. into the wee hours of the morning in the private club. Right. right. You can go so. to, to 2 and, <laughs> yeah. and have a swing and rock in time. Yeah. Well, it's really a pleasure to have you here in the studio, because I, I've seen you guys, I, I've seen Sarah um, in different configurations either with a different guitar player and I think as the acorn singers and every time I've gotten the chance to see you the din of the particular venue was so distracting and so (laughs) annoying (laughs) welcome to my life that it was like I didn't get what I got off of these EPs and the CDs that I started and the music I started hearing and listening to and it is remarkably different how do you feel in those venues? Because your music, your music, some of the music can be something that people can, you know, hee-haw and party down to, but most of it's something that's very introspective and it's a thinking person's music as well. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, with the band, um, the Pearls that I was with for a few years, um, I didn't seem to mind. You know, it was fun and it was raucous, just like you said. There's a, the smoky bar aspect to it. Um, I don't know what show that you're referring to exactly, but... Um, I think one of them was at Star Hill and the downstairs. Right. Um, so, you know, I just I couldn't know. hear sometimes you. It's, sometimes it's hard to pay attention to yourself and remember what you're doing when you can't hear, but um, I seem to plow through, Yeah, that, I would say. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. Frankly, it probably bothers other people more than it bothers me because I hear that comment a lot, but... Well, it's that's what, why I'm pointing out it's such a treat to actually hear the musician and hear everything that you're doing because it, it's worth it. Yeah. Well, and part of that is that um, part of the idea of the show Friday at um, Fry Spring is that um, a lot of the local musicians are kind of running out of venues right now. And you kind of get, got to get a little creative with uh, putting on shows where people um, want to come out and can hear the music and have a good time. And, and so that's the idea with this. Give it a shot. There's been shows there in the past, but it's, it's been a while. And I think it's a cool spot. How long have you two been collaborating together now? Almost exactly one year. And how did that come about? Oh, we bumped into each other on our <laughs> way to the bathroom at um, Star Hill one night or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember that. And clearly. you stuck your guitar into my guitar, and I said, hey. Lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, lightning bolt. <laughs> Well, that that sure brings some twang to the music, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've been collaborating then on different songs. Do you still do you co-write the tunes now, or is it are they um, your well, when compositions? When we first met and started, we were basically Ted was learning my songs, and I think I think we've come to a point now where we're starting to be able to we're working on newer new stuff, you know, to work on a new um, project, a new record. Um, so it's it's evolved into that. It's different for both of us, I think, mm-hmm. to um, share ideas. <laughs> it's fun. And how do you feel about contests now that you've won a songwriting contest and be- been declared the winner? It seems like such an obscure or abstract type of concept to, to win a competition in songwriting. Yeah. But they have them all the time. They do. And they can certainly help out an artist. It's great. <laughs> it's nice. It's an honor. It, it doesn't necessarily change one's life. or It's great. I remember that when <laughs> Gillian Welch won the songwriting contest down at Merle Fest, the very first Steve Austin songwriting contest that they do yearly down at Merle Fest, 
and her and David Rawlings won it. Uh, they won it for Tear My Still House Down, I believe, and Orphan Girl Got Snubbed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what they know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It became the big one, you know, Amy Lou and everybody covered it. Mm-hmm. Well, can, can you play us another tune? Sure. What's this one? This one is uh, called Happy. Sarah White and Ted Pitney at the live studio at WTJU. Is that a tune that's on one of your CDs? Not yet. That's a brand new one? It's new, yeah. And, and is that one of the co-written, or is that... No, I don't think so. Yeah, not so much. Not so much. A, little, a couple tweaks here and there, a little bit of... There seemed to be a bit of indecision in that response. It's a little. It's always a little murky, uh-huh. because, you know, different ideas come in, and sure. some, you change maybe a word or a line, and is that it? Yeah, a, is that, that was a, definitely in the early stages of our songwriting collaboration collaboration but I, I wouldn't take credit for writing that song i think that's sarah white tune right there do you find your music changing now sarah that it be it's more of a duo um yeah i think i'm I, I think it's a little bit of a different um i don't know how to say it i mean i i play a little bit differently or i'm learning new things because i don't have a a band behind me making a lot of noise i think i'm paying a little bit more attention to what i'm doing I think that. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is true. A perception is what the truth is. Yeah, in and it's, sense. it's different working with two guitars. Yeah. That's something I hadn't really done before to um, make two guitars work together as opposed to a guitar with a bass and a drum sort of thing. So do you find you have to play more or less? Um, 
I, I think I have to play less. Well, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. But I'm used to playing more, yeah. So. Well, Ted, you got some great uh, licks oh, that nice. you can stick in there. And, and you're playing a uh, amplified uh, Gibson there. Yeah, it's a Gibson hollow body. I don't really know that. It's not that old. It looks old. I don't, I'm actually, I don't, I'm not that much of a gearhead. Um, people ask me all the time what kind of guitar this is or what it is. I have no idea. It's a Gibson. And that's the sound that, that you like at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. the, yeah, the guitar I have, so it works out well. Yeah. Super. Yeah, hey. and this is the one I play. Tell me a little bit more about the other projects that you get involved with, uh, like the Acorn Sisters. Um, well, that's uh, me and my friend Sean Richards. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how we started doing that, but it just we just spend a lot of time together singing old songs. I think we started, um, we did a Harvest Moon Ball or something at the the tea house and it turned into the Christmas shows and we started playing together. I don't have a very good story for the Acorn Sisters. Um, I need to make one up. Her name is her name is Cookie and my name is Sugar. Like the bathroom story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a good bathroom story. And we're girls, so you'd think that we would. Well, the girls go to the bathroom together all together, the time. We go together, right, you know. so. What is that? Um, and so I play guitar, we do a lot of um, old time songs or Carter family songs, traditional songs and you know, girls running around type songs, getting loose type songs. So what's your goal as far as musically? I want to make a, a really good record. That's my goal. Uh-huh. And, and, and do you want to be a traveling musician that, that is doing it full time and traveling and performing all the time? Sure, but only if I have a jet. Only if you have a jet. Yeah. You have to get to know, become a Scientologist and right. John Travolta or something. There. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a jet. No, I love to travel. Um, so if I, if I can um, travel more and, and play more, that would make me happy. And do you find the audiences that you are in front of in other places treat it differently than the local crowd? Or is it the same? Or I usually feel pretty appreciated and when I play out of town. I, I feel like people enjoy it. Well, I know you've been on the cover question. of Seaville, and, yeah. and and you're getting quite a bit of notoriety around Charlottesville. Right. And, and didn't you actually didn't you actually do some show here at WTJU in the I past? Did. You I did. did. So you're returning yeah. a returning announcer on the other side of the glass. Yeah, it was it was when it was over at Newcomb. Oh, that's a while back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I had a um, 6 a.m. bluegrass slot, and I'm sure no one heard it. Oh, everybody heard it. <laughs> Morgan heard it. Everybody hears that at 6 a.m. I get up just for them. I only slept through point. it once. I heard it, it once. When you write your songs and when you finally put them on, do you have, what kind of process do you have as far as the ones that make the cut and the ones that don't make the cut? Oh, for a record? Yeah. Um, what's the process? Uh, the first process would be just getting enough material together and then recording them and well with the last record like for instance the white light record which was with the band um, we had a lot of extra tracks just ones that didn't quite when I was trying to make a track order the ones that didn't quite sit right in there or that just weren't quite done there, there was something missing it's a little bit hard to put your finger on but um and you're recording those locally? Uh, that was recorded, yeah, in um, Esmont. In Esmont, down at Rob's? Down at Rod Cole's Rod Cole's house. studio, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last one, the CP? That one, we also worked with Rod, but um, we were at um, Full Moon Studio. Full moon. I think so. Or is that the show tomorrow night? <laughs> the, the Full Moon Recording Studio, which is in, um, it's out near Esmont as well. Well, how about another tune? How about sure. that? Did you did you have some ready for us or? Sure. Okay. Maybe we should do that on uh, the bluegrass one. Okay. Since you're talking about the bluegrass. Right. So this song uh, right here is a Carter family song I learned learned there, and uh, I do this song with the Acorn Sisters as well. It's called uh, "Old Virginia," longing longing for. Song he knew. 
Picking portfolio of Sarah White and Ted Pitney, Old Virginia, right here on WTJ. You you can catch Sarah and Ted on Friday. That's tomorrow night, November fourteenth, from eight p.m. to two a.m. The doors open at eight. Probably music around nine. Jim Wave and the Young Divorcees, Sarah White and Ted Pitney, Justin Jones and the Driving Rain, all at the Fry's Spring Beach Club Ballroom, and that's down there on uh, Jefferson Park Avenue. Kind of as you're going out of town, not really out of town, but it's, it's the corner of Old Lynchburg. Yeah, kind of that little weird corner, yeah. and uh, you can't miss it. Really, you can't miss it, and uh, pretty much everybody will know. And if you don't know, just ask some of your friends because they'll know. The <laughs> the Fries Spring Beach Club. Uh, can I get you to play more tunes? Yeah, because this sure. is just such a such a treat. Thank you. Um, I want to. Can I turn my amp a little bit? Do you mind, Morgan? All set? Yep. All right, this one's called I Can't Wait. I can't wait till you get here, can't wait. To have a cold beer, I know when you get here I'll be so damn glad You're my bud, you're my right hand, you're set Your grandstand, you're the one who's working on Playing the work your way down in the mountain So plug it in, let's get a groove on Turn it up, let's play the old songs The old forgotten melodies of work
Sarah White and Ted Pitney. Oh, man, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's such a, a great pleasure. And again, one more time, let's let them know where they can see you. That's Saturday night at the Fry's Spring Beach Club. Friday night. It's actually right. Oh, excuse me. That's right. It's tomorrow night. It's yeah. Friday night. And uh, don't be confused. There's a full moon tomorrow night. Yeah, well, it, um, it's at 1 a.m. Upcoming 1 a.m. Yeah. Tonight. Going Morning. Yeah. Uh, it's close enough. Right. Yeah. But it's raining yeah. anyway, so I think <laughs> you won't see it. So. We're going to go out with a tune. Why don't we go out with another tune off of your EP? I've got a cued artist selection on that what do you want him to hear let's see he played sweetheart he did and you just played uh and we just played apple so i would say um the happy song which is ply me yeah i've heard that song in a while that'd be a good one okay this is ply me uh from sarah white off of her ep and that EP is called Sweetheart, the title cut, which mm-hmm. we heard right at the beginning of this whole set. And Ted played on the EP also. Man, he's good. He is awesome. He's a really good guitar <laughs> player on this EP. I'm just kidding. Some guy you want to bump into. At the bathroom. <laughs> or at least on the way. <laughs> All right. On the way in or out. Thanks oh. again so much for coming. Thank, Thank you. you.
I actually have three sets of tickets to give away. I promised you I would do a giveaway, and I got so involved with the conversation and making sure that that came off right that I forgot to talk about those tickets. So during the next tune that's coming up, we'll let you call in and claim those sets of tickets to the Full Moon Ball on WTJU and Sir White and Ted Pitney. Next up for you, I have something queued up that is a bit of a sad, a sad thing. Not too sad, it's a little bit of a memorial, however. The Jimi Hendrix experience was Jimi Hendrix, Noel Redding, and Mitch Mitchell, pretty much. Sometimes uh, Billy Cox was in there, but that was basically the Jimi Hendrix experience. From the CD, Access, or actually from the LP in 1968, Access Bold as Love. It was Noel Redding on bass and Mitch Mitchell on drums from Up From the Skies, which is a fitting tune for this particular happening. Mitch Mitchell, the drummer for the Jimi Hendrix Experience and longtime fixture in the music business, was found dead on November 12th at 3 a.m. in the morning at 61 years of age. He apparently died of natural causes, the medical examiner said. An examination to determine the exact cause of death was scheduled for today, and I haven't heard the story on that. He was touring with the Experience Hendrix Tour, which had all kinds of great guests and people who loved Jimi Hendrix, and uh, they had just appeared on November 7th at the Arlene Schneitzer Concert Hall, the last stop of a West Coast portion of the tour. Our heart goes out to his family and hear from the Jimi Hendrix Experience Access Boulders Love LP. Here is Mitch Mitchell, Noel Redding, and Jimi Hendrix with Up From the Skies. To claim those tickets to the Full Moon Ball, give me a call at 
All right, that's about it for me. I'm Air Steven. Sandy's up next with The Eclectic Woman, and I'm going to leave you with a tune off of my special compilation that I call The Way It Could Be, and it is a collection of unreleased Gillian Welch tunes that I've collected, and this one, it was recorded, let's see, at, at the Cat's Cradle, I believe, and we're calling it Cops Won't Leave Me Alone. This is Gillian Welch and David Rawlings. See you next week, folks. All right, I'm going to have my rhythm guitar player sing one. <laughs> I got some t-shirts and stuff for sale. <laughs> I told her she could sell them, you know.
Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.